Def Jam. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. Today is the 21st of July, 2022. All right. Well, thanks for joining me today. I've got a cool show lined up for you today. Mostly just going to freestyle it. Uh, since it's been a while, we'll just we'll just catch up and, and talk about what's going on. Not much new with me. Really been working a lot and uh, just working on various things, I suppose. You know, I'm I'm like so tired when I get home. I, I don't even have enough energy to smoke weed, which is crazy to me. Uh, what else is new? I also got a Rife machine, so I'll talk about that a little bit. Crazy little machine. I'll go into a Royal Raymond Rife a bit. Talk about a few current events, but I'm not really going to dwell on that too much. Uh, kind of just sick of thinking about it, the whole COVID stuff, inflation, and the economy. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but let's talk about my Rife machine. Pretty interesting thing. So for, for those of you who've never heard of a Rife machine, what it is is this, uh, the one that I have at least, is this little box. It's about the size of uh, like this audio box that I have, but about the size of a VCR. Uh, these are all outdated comparisons. It's like the size of a, <laughs> a big book. Um, and it has the, you plug it in, it has this little analog uh, number pad thing. And then you plug in these two electrodes into it. It has these two metal cylinders that fit into the palm of your hand, uh, into each hand. And then you type in a certain code. And what it does is it activates this frequency. And you hold these two electrodes in your hands. And it goes through this series of... of uh, therapies I guess and they're for so many minutes a piece and they do different um different frequencies and stuff and they're supposed to zap all the bad shit out of your body it's supposed to kill the the viruses and um whatever's messing you up inside so it's a pretty fascinating type of deal they're expensive they're a couple grand to get and uh the, it goes back to this the guy who invented it who was named Rife it's it's that's why it's called Rife machine uh, the guy's name was Royal Raymond Rife, and he was a pretty prominent figure in the the medical industry and in microscopy as well. He invented these these really awesome microscopes that they don't even they can't even like reinvent today for some reason. Um, but he was doing this in the early 1900s. He was like a master inventor and a master machinist. He machined all the parts to build his own microscopes. And he was able to create a microscope back then in the early 1900s that was able to observe viruses like in real time and like videotape them. And uh, so he invented this crazy microscope and then he would take cultures of certain diseases and ailments like cancer or syphilis or um, polio or whatever. And he would put it under the microscope and he would look at it while he bombarded this this culture of the of the virus or of the cancer or whatever uh, he would bombard it with frequencies and he would keep doing this until he found a frequency that would destroy the virus and once he found one that could do that he would try to repeat the the experiment and once he could do it like 10 times in a row 12 times in a row 
he would mark that down and be like, oh, it's uh, so many gigahertz or whatever fucks up this virus. And then that's the cure. So he did this for years and years and years. And he worked with some of the most prominent people in uh, microscopy and also just in the field of uh, electrical engineering, people like, uh, what the hell is the guy's name? He's the um, Steinmetz. He's like this dwarf dude, like hunchback dwarf guy who helped Nikola Tesla standardize the alternating current that we use today, the AC power. Very smart people that, that this dude worked with. And uh, he was able to cure cancer in like 16 patients during this um, little trial run for his machine uh, through his Rife machine. It was a different one than I got. It was like an earlier version of it. But he was able to cure people's cancer and do all kinds of amazing shit. But then they, they really went after him, like the fucking establishment. Dang, my, my wires are all messed up here. Yeah, the, the establishment really went after him, and uh, they took him out, basically. They, they took him to court and just destroyed the guy. And it was really a shame what happened to him. He became uh, alcoholic and... I don't know. I think they lost all his microscopes or people stole them or they fell into the wrong hands. It's, it's a crazy story. I'll post a link to a, a documentary about this dude. But luckily, you could still get these machines that work on the same principle as what he discovered. And it's pretty crazy. It comes with this whole booklet um, of all these different diseases like A through Z of all these different diseases or ailments or issues that a person could have. And then it has a corresponding little fucking frequency therapy thing that you just type in the number and you sit there holding these electrode things. And it feels crazy. Like there's an intensity adjuster. There's a little fucking knob where you can control the intensity of it. And it gets pretty intense on some of these frequencies. Like it it feels like you're being tased or something. So, uh, yeah, I can only do it like halfway uh, for most of them. On some of them, they're like really weak and I could do the, you know, like turn it up all the way. But it, it feels crazy, dude. And you really feel it afterwards, too. You feel the detox symptoms. Uh, kind of fucks with your head a bit. I've noticed every time I've done like a cleanse or a detox, I kind of get I'm a little on edge, a little depressed, a little moody, a little mad. And uh, apparently that's normal for a cleanse because you have all these toxins that are being released into uh into your body and maybe there's there's like emotional things too that's that pops up it's a weird thing but it's all part of the process and that's how things go so i've been doing that and uh i didn't really know what to expect when i bought it i guess i figured you just you know do it a few minutes a day and then you're good you're like superman but it's actually a pretty time consuming thing Like there's this whole detox program that they want you to do. And there's like four different regimens. Like they have one for the lymphatic system, like your lymph, lymph system, which apparently is pretty important. I'm no expert on it, but uh, I know if that's fucked up, then you'll be fucked up. So this thing is supposed to cleanse that. There's a kidney cleanse, a liver cleanse, and then like a full body cleanse. And it recommends you do all these things like for a month straight. Some of them you you uh, do it like every other day. But they're time consuming. They're like an hour each for the therapies. And it's crazy. They've really, it really takes it out of you. 
So something to look into. Like I said, I'll post a link to um, this documentary. It's really interesting. You can't find anything. You can't find much about this guy on YouTube because they're totally censoring him and they just don't want people to know about alternatives to traditional Western medicine. And I'm sure we've all experienced um, family members and loved ones who've gone through the Western medical system and just get destroyed by it. I just had an uncle. Well, I had my little cousin die less than a year ago from cancer. She it was just fucking horrible. Younger than me. Uh, brain tumor, the whole thing is really sad. Yeah, and then the the chemotherapy, man, the radiation, it like it just kills you. It doesn't do anything good for you. And um I'm always looking into that type of stuff like alternative therapies. Because our medical system is so fucked. Now I got my uncle in the hospital. I think he's out now. But I went to visit him. It's just super sad. He just got a tracheotomy. And uh, just all fucked up. The hospitals are understaffed. All of his nurses were like younger than me. Like early 20s. Which I'm not an ageist person. But if somebody is caring for you. Especially after a surgery as serious as a tracheotomy and that's when they cut a hole in your throat and like put a tube in there so you can breathe it's for cancer and you have to like push a button to talk you sound like fucking Darth Vader or something it's crazy and none of these people had ever seen that none of the nurses working with him and like taking care of him have ever dealt with a tracheotomy before so they had no idea what to do and they didn't even have like the the medications that he needed. So they're like substituting it for other things. So they're like out of these certain drugs that he needs. So they grab some other shit and they're like, oh, well, we'll just crush this up and fucking have him drink it. So like one of the nurses is doing that. And then the, the other dudes comes on shift, the other nurse. And he's like, they're giving you what? Like, what the fuck? You can't do that. That's like a time-released thing you know you can't just take it all at once it's supposed to there, there's some pills that have this special coating or whatever where it's time released um like i don't know some morphines or pain reliever type shits where if you take it all at once it'll fuck you up it could kill you uh but they're just you know like some sort of fiend you just crush it up and sniff it like i remember doing that as a kid it's fucking retarded anyway it's just disappointing so my aunt was there like she didn't leave his side the whole time because every time they shifted, uh, they switched shifts, there was somebody else coming in trying to do something else and like fucking up the whole program. So she had to be there to be like, no, he's not taking this. He's doing this. And like, apparently they're, they're trying to clean his throat hole and they're like reusing the same thing over and over. It's like totally unsterile, but they just don't have any of like the proper fucking medicine or like regular equipment in this hospital. And it's just fucking outrageous, dude. And obviously they're still charging you the same outrageous amount of money. Just like in school during COVID in college, how you couldn't use any of the facilities. You couldn't even go to class in person, but all the classes still cost the same. You know what I'm saying? Just what a fucking scam. Um, But luckily he made it through. He's doing a doing a lot better now and I don't know so I guess all you can do is try to uh avoid that happening 
But apparently everything is a carcinogen. Everything is cancer-causing from our cell phones, computers, the fucking smart meters. Who knows, man? The the cell phone towers, the the food, the seed oils, the everything, man. Why are people so fat? Uh, you ever see those uh, memes where it's like the people at the beach in 1970 and everyone's all fit and attractive? And then I'm like... Under it, it has a picture of people at a beach now, and everyone's just like 300 pounds and just looks terrible and unhealthy. How does that happen to an entire society? Is everyone really overeating that much? Or is our food just fucking poison designed to murder us and make us into idiots? I think it's the latter. Um, but it's hard to avoid it, isn't it? I mean, does it, do people really have time to... Uh, Prepare every meal in their house. You know, if you're working nine hours a day, and you got kids even or something, and fucking activities you want to do, friends you want to see, we're just on the go. You know, they told us that technology was supposed to make our lives easier and more convenient, and we're supposed to have more free time. What happened to that shit? (laughs) We're all busy as fuck all the time. And fat, everyone's fat, and drunk, and high, and on pills. <laughs> it's a crazy world. Ah, I'm no better, though. But I do have some good news. I got some good news. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm doing a show 10 days from now on the 31st. And uh, I'm opening for the Jizza Genius of Wu-Tang Clan notoriety, man. The f- fucking legend. So I'm stoked. It's going to be, the show's going to be popping. Um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be awesome. I'm going to fucking crush it. I haven't done a show in over two years since COVID because um, they weren't really doing shows. And like, I don't know, I kind of just got burnt out on shows. Did a lot of shitty ones that like weren't that fun. And uh, I'm fucking pumped for this one. I got a bunch of new music. Um, I'm in the prime of my life and I'm going to fucking murder it. And, uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. So how about, and it's, if you want to go, it's in Reno, July 31st, doors open at 6 p.m., and the venue is the Virginia Street Brew House, the old knitting factory. So it's a dope venue, it's really nice, um, and you can see the Jizza, and you can see me. So, fucking pumped, let's listen to some Jizza to celebrate. How about, how about a little bit of Liquid Swords? Let's get it. When I was little, my father was famous. He was the greatest samurai in the empire. And he was the shogun's decapitator. He cut off the heads of 131 lords. It was a bad time for the empire. The shogun just stayed inside his castle and he never came out. People said his brain was infected by devils. My father would come home. He would forget about the killings. He wasn't scared of the Shogun, but the Shogun was scared of him. Maybe that was the problem. Then, one night, the Shogun sent his ninja spies to our house. 
were supposed to kill my father, but they didn't. Sometimes we gotta flash some back. See, niggas don't know where this shit started. Y'all know where it came from. But saying we gonna take y'all back to the source, the mountains. Yeah. When the MCs came, tell them about the names. And to perform, some had to snort cocaine to act the same. With the poor heat rocking on, that on up the mental plane. The spark the brain, with the building to be born. Yo, friends, I put the track, check the what you got. Swords and cut clown. Shit is too swift to bite. You be caught and write it down. I flow like the blood on a murder scene, like a syringe on some wild out shit to insert a vein. But it was your walk the shop, stolen art, catch a swollen heart from not rolling smart. I put bad pressure on pony whack rhymes to get hurt. Sits plate like zodiac signs and sweatshirt. That's minimum and feminine like sandals. My minimum table stacks the first on the gamble. Energy gets felt once the cards are dealt with the impact of roundhouse kicks from black belts that attack. Them white bones like cyclones or typhoons. I represent from midnight to high noon. I don't waste ink, nigga. I think I drop megaton bombs more faster than your blink. Cause rhyme thoughts travel at a tremendous speed. You cloud the smoke of natural blends of weed. Only under one circumstance, as if I'm blunted, turn that shit up. My clan in the front wanted. Now when the MCs came to live out the name, they to two perform. Some had to snort cocaine to the act the same. For he dropped it on that one with the mental plane, just to spark the brain. With the building to be born, yo, the rhythm of the track. With the what? I'm on a mission that niggas say is impossible But when I swing my swords, they all choppable I be the body dropper, the heartbeat stopper Child educator plus head infertator Cause niggas styles are old like Mark 5 sneakers Lyrics are weak like clock radio speakers Don't even stop at my station and attack While you're playing bell with the rep like Amtrak What the fuck for? Damn, my lord, make law I be justice, I sentence that ass to the four Ram the clock, that state pen time, check it with the pins, I'll be sticking with you can't stick the crime came through with the wool Slid off on the DL I'm low-key like seashells, I rock these bells Now come aboard, it's Medina bound into the chamber And it's a whole different sound, it's a wide entrance It's more exit like a funnel So deep, it's picked up on radios and tunnels Niggas are fascinated how the shit you get Get vaccinated, my logo is branded in your skin When the MCs came, they live out the names you can add to perform some had to snort cocaine with the act the same before he rocked it on now on with the mental plane just to spark the brain with the building to be born yo rhythm up the track what the fuck is with the flowing the oh man what a classic song one of the most classic intros in the history of intros for hip hop. So uh I could do a whole episode just on Wu Tang clan. Like, man, I'm such a huge fan. They're such an iconic rap group. And just RZA, dude, fucking RZA. Just an like he's the Abbott. He's just an iconic guy. And uh cool motherfucker. So yeah, pretty stoked on that. It's gonna be fun. So I'm not gonna lie, I was scrolling through Instagram during that uh during that song right there. 
basically my Instagram is like porn now. It's all porn. And I can't even escape it. It's not even my fault. It's just fucking, uh, you watch one of these videos, like the suggested reel. It'll be some be some super hot chick like stretching and her just it's just her pussy in the camera basically over like a centimeter of cloth over her pussy lips and like that's all it is you watch one of them and then that's your whole feed from then on out and it's like you can't avoid it it's kind of bullshit they fucking tricked me um yeah that isn't that nuts just how uh how hypersexualized everything is and just it's outrageous, man. Gotta watch. Gotta be feel bad for the kids, huh? Or kind of be concerned for them. Like younger and younger, you know the TikTok dances and stuff. It's all about how how much skin you can show and how seductive you can be, and like how you can move your hips. And you know, it's very sexual. A lot of ass. A lot of a lot of butts. Pretty high standards of beauty too. And that's what gets me too. Like I'm no uh, body shamer. If somebody's fit, if you're fit and you love working out, and that's that's your life is the gym, I'm all for it. Go for it, man. But you know, us as a society idolizing that as if it's the greatest accomplishment that could ever, you know, take place is just someone building up their physical form and getting really fit. It's cool, but I find uh, other pursuits to be more noble. You know, those in uh, mental pursuits or spiritual pursuits and, you know, going for justice and things like that, you know, sacrificing yourself. Really, the uh, the the physicality thing and, um, you know, really focusing on your body and your appearance, it's really, what's the word, um, self-centered or just kind of, ah, what the fuck is the word? That's going to piss me off. Who's the guy who looked at himself in the in the puddle and he like loved narcissistic. It, you're a lot of narcissists. We celebrate narcissists in this society. And it's it's concerning. It's, we're all about the materials and um morality and you know things like justice and and liberty and freedom and and all that shit. It's just out the window, dude. It's all about how you look. How big your ass is, <laughs> things like that. I don't know. I sound like an old man. Uh, and then you got like the whole trans agenda, and this is funny. You know, you're seeing these people, kind of the normies, just beginning to like notice how weird the LGBTQ fucking seven eight nine question mark agenda is, and like for the you know, the conspiracy crowd, the people have been watching. I mean, that's old news for us. Like, we're way beyond that shit. But now the you got the normies finally waking up to it, I guess the Republicans or whatever, and just how bizarre it is and how it's really, like, grooming the youth for, for to be gay and, like, trans and shit. And uh, it's just, it's weird to watch. You know, it's like, you're just now noticing that? Like, it's been going on for a long time. And it is concerning, the uh, people who want to be called they, them, and, like, having transsexual people in, like, high positions in the government. And, like, whatever you do behind closed doors, that's fine. People are weird, and people like all kinds of shit, and, you know, who am I to judge? You know, do whatever you want. 
But if you're holding a position of power and you're supposed to be like a representative around the country, around the world, and you look ridiculous and like, you know, you believe that there's 30 genders or something stupid like that, like you're giving us a bad name. You're making us look like pussies. And like, what's stopping a fucking country that's super conservative, like Iran or or Saudi Arabia or something, someplace that just doesn't fuck around and they're, you know, super religious and just all business. They must be looking at us and laughing like, man, these guys are fucking pussies. Like we can invade these fuckers and kill the shit out of them. And uh, it's just embarrassing. So it's weird, man. It's weird. And all this stuff that targets the kids, like you really, if you have children and there's, and it's any way possible for you, like you got to homeschool your kids now because the public schools, they were bad when I was in them. But now I can't even imagine how bad shit is because now we have my generation taking over those teaching positions and the only people who really become teachers for the most part, like 99% of them, they're all like very liberal and just on, on board with the agenda. They're all about it, dude. So it's like amplified. You have these people indoctrinating the kids with that shit and they're just the new generation of it. And it's just amplified so hard. And you can't say any, you can't be against it. You got to go along with it or else you know, everyone's going to hate you. And that's what school is. They, they create this homogeneity through conforming. They, they make everyone to be conformist because of the peer pressure in school. If you don't go along with what everyone, what everyone's doing, like, you're not going to have any friends, probably going to get beat up. Like kids are brutal, dude. And if you're different, people hate you. So now the cool thing to do is be super PC. Everyone's got to be bi. Um, trans is cool. And the teachers totally promote it and are all about it. You got a lot of teachers who, who are trans and are like talking to, to preschoolers about who they were banging this weekend and shit. And it's just very bizarre. And it's, you know, it's, kind of criminal in a way, some of the shit these people are doing. And you really shouldn't be exposing your child to that. In my opinion, like what does that do to them mentally? And the thing is, this isn't an accident. It's like, it's not like this stuff just spontaneously popped up out of nowhere. This is an intentional agenda that's been a long time in the making and it's, it's scientifically written out and you know, they've done experiments. They know where this is all leading. You can read books like brave new world written by Aldous Huxley. And this was back in the thirties. And he had this, this, um, this segment in that book that always stood out to me because I feel like I, I had fallen victim to that too. And I still am Um, just as a kid, like, it was cool just to however many chicks you could bang. Like the more chicks you bang, the fucking the doper it was. Like, oh, that chick's hot. I want to bang her. And then you do, and it's like, oh, sweet. You know, <laughs> that was like the goal. And uh, the more you did, the cooler you were, or something like that. And then you realize that's not true. It's kind of fucking gross, and it's it's a little demeaning, and it's just weird. But in Brave New World, Aldous Huxley had this this segment in there where it said talking about love and it's talking about um sex basically 
And in Brave New World, everyone belongs to everyone. That's the f- the phrase that they use, where it's very strange and like it's taboo to only sleep with one person. So you know, totally opposite of of what it was what was normal in that time. But he knew that in the future they were gonna use this fucking scientific elite and just these manipulation techniques to completely reverse society and, and create this new world, the new world order. Um, and he was in the know on that. His brother was a member of UNESCO, uh, Julian Huxley. So they wrote this fucking plan and brave new world is like a hint at what's going on. So in brave new world, everyone's banging everyone it's normal. And if you fucking only want to have sex with one person, it's super taboo. And you know, everyone's whispering about you behind your back. And they're like, there's something wrong with you. If you only want to have sex with one person. So there's no families. People don't settle down. When you have a kid, it belongs to the state and it goes into like vaccination. They have these different classes of people, the alphas, the betas, the deltas. And like the people in the lower classes get all these fucking vaccines. They get alcohol injected into their blood to make them retarded. So they'd be, they'll be easier to control. And these are the people that have the low level jobs. And then the alphas who are meant to be the controllers of society, the politicians and the scientists and shit, uh, they're like pure bloods. So, so they don't get fucked with. And yeah, look where we are today. I mean, this is, this is what's happening. Look at all the autism and shit from vaccination. Uh, but back to what he was saying, he make, he has this analogy in there where he talks about sex and he says, imagine a hose and there's water running through the hose. It's high pressure. Water's fucking zooming through this hose. You poke a hole in the hose, you poke one hole in it and that water is fucking spraying out through there. It's, it's a high pressure hose. The water just starts shooting out really hard out of that hole because it only has one place to go out of. Well, imagine if you poke another hole in it on the other side or something. Well, now you got two fucking leaks, and they're both shooting out pretty good, but, you know, not as hard as that one hole was. Now, imagine if you poke 50 holes in it. Well, then you don't even really got a hose anymore. It's like barely dribbling out on all these things, out of all these holes, and it's like you have hardly any of that energy anymore. And, uh... You could see that with sex, you know, you you have uh you devote your whole life to one person and all your love is like centered on that one person whereas and you've only been with that one person so that's all you know and you're fucking pumped on it. <clears throat> and then you have like someone who's had sex with like 100 people and it's like uh, it becomes kind of meaningless after that. So it's harder to like devote yourself, you know, you bang a hundred people or something and then you decide to get married. It's like shit. Now you can only bang one person for the rest of your life after you've already had a hundred. It's kind of hard to make that, um, that transition and then devote yourself to one person wholly instead of, uh, when you've been with so many other people. So this is something that's understood by the intellectual elite and, uh, the promiscuity that's pushed is, is for an agenda. It's to destroy the family unit because the family unit is the last vestige of resistance to a totalitarian government. It's as simple as that. It's not an accident. And, you know, people who are surprised by this and don't understand what's going on and don't get it just, you know, you got to do the 
read these books and shit and you'll understand that. This was all planned out well ahead of time. So that's that's that. That's what I got to say about that. And, you know, I, I was a victim to that shit too. Still am. And what could you fucking do? It's the world we grew up in. Our parents didn't know. Nobody fucking knew. And then you got the opposite side where you like the super religious people who did know about it. And like say your parents were really religious and they told you, you know, they're super against sex and you dating or whatever. Well, that just makes you want to go out and do it more. Like those are the, those are the chicks that do anal. <laughs> All right. So uh, check this out. You know, that intro we just listened to on the Jizza song, uh, Liquid Swords featuring Rizza, produced by Rizza. Well, let's see what our, our good friend Necro did with that. One of my favorite producers in the world. Uh, let's let's see what him and Cage did with that one. Agent Orange. There was me, Alex, and three of my mans, all supposed to meet at the Corova Milk Bar. The Corova Milk Bar couldn't afford its liquor license, so it sold milk plus drink rum, or sent the mask. It would sharpen you up for a bit of the old ultraviolence which plagued our minds for the evening. And so, kiddies, death for all. Right, 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 right. right. Against your machine like rage. Bitches say I hate you, Cage. After circle jerks, I wash my hands off in two dirt. Sick with a smirk, plus happy to stir. Fuck the first two bitches like dogs, and I jacked off on the third. I'm obvious oblivion, but that's my science. Fuck your head up like cornrows put in by blind giants. Haven't been with it since the last corpse kid. It wore a blessed ain't smile and told the cop he did it. Of course, the most raw throughout the 914, 10940. Got you be shook like Doc. Cause you're walking dead I'll burn your house down like, like a, a fucking talking head. head And get high like fuck And pick apart my brain Dissections They uh, mentally uh, cause infections uh, Break you with inventions Sick intentions Leave most MCs lost in my sentence I'm strictly Be on it back Come and get me Hemotobin Left from a lip like a hickey Leak smoke got me ready to murder a rookie Killers on your block Tucking they dicks like Tootsie Come and witness what your shit miss Watch the Glock kiss Little sis weather like a Baptist Inconvenience Dilemma like sitting on Venus With no shuttle treeless Try and pick apart some major orange perception Catch frontal lobe damage and not manage correction I smell leaf smoke Left by the anonymous Beats brought back to life Die when I'm embalming Come around and get your ass shot to clusters I'ma play the engines with the arrows you'll be custards Back I ride up on ya Divorce your head and neck then scalp it Ripple for your flesh and make an outfit Shotguns through the sky, making ETI shit. 
see me twist and leap with my peeps from psychiatrics Get high, run up in your crib and fuck your mom's backwards Lost in the dust, don't give a fuck about dangerous I'm in it for the whip, plus the cream in the head Rush, ready to bust any trick that talks slick Know a crew of devils in my head that forced me to walk Wait, death in my pocket for the curious Got your execution, see 12 faces of Jesus in your jury This orange agent, shit on a vagrant Caught you in the alley by yourself, then left your head vacant Dare you sample some of the stress in my life Giving MC brain surgery with butterfly knife For all you cunts that try to spit with your bitch click behind ya Wake up in the morning with a horse head beside ya Bob Dukes is just a cherry on top Spending G's on cracks to try and fix my clock I caught the quick lock, bugging in the institution Whatever sanity was left, caught the execution Psychological pollution, they sticking me with Thorazine solution Chewing at the sky looking for Bali retribution And I can almost see clear, I start bugging like an insect and they love me in your ear Agent Orange stomping on MC Corp's limbs, surf a body part Call murder scenes abstract art album right there if you never heard a uh, cage's debut debut album it's really good classic underground shit a lot of production from necro on there necro is one of my favorite producers ever i think he's fucking fantastic hardcore crazy shit okay so what else is going on okay so everyone you know they pushed the vaccine super hard for the last year and a half a lot of people did it. A lot of people's jobs mandated it. And uh, people are vaccinated now. It was a rushed vaccine. Really isn't even a vaccine. It's more of a mRNA therapy, which is some new crazy shit gene therapy that changes your DNA. Even though they said it wouldn't, but it does. So you got a bunch of people running around with this. Killed my grandma, by the way. Killed a lot of fucking people. But um, now you got all these people dropping dead from it. You saw the people in the soccer games and shit. They're just all dropping dead out of nowhere. Um, people who are in the prime of their life, best physical shape you could possibly be in, they they fall over dead for no reason. They have a heart attack. And uh, this is what some doctors said would happen. People who were familiar with that type of technology, they knew it was going to cause a lot of death, a lot of excess death. So they got to cover it up, right? They can't just be like, oh, my, my bad. Sorry, I told you to do that, and you died. I mean, we didn't know. They'll never do that. They'll never admit that they were wrong. So they have to blame it on something else. And during the winter, they were saying to people, uh, oh, don't shovel snow because you'll die. <laughs> so if you're an older person or something, don't shovel snow. It's, it's too much exertion on your body. You'll fall over and die. And obviously, that's because people were out there shoveling snow, vaccinated people, and they fucking died. 
their their blood started moving uh, quicker. And from my understanding, I'm not an expert on this shit by any means, but I guess what happens is um, they this vaccine creates these spikes, these spike proteins inside of your blood. So basically, it covers your your blood cells in these little spikes, so they don't travel through your veins like they should. They're supposed to be all nice and oval and slippery, and so they slip through your veins all all nice. But the vaccine causes your blood to fucking create all these spikes on them. So so it's not flowing through your, your veins properly. It's not going through your cardiovascular system how it should be. And uh, once you get that blood pumping, you're doing a little exercise, shoveling snow or whatever, you fucking you get a blood clot and you die. You don't get blood to your heart or whatever. So that's my you know very novice understanding of why people are passing away from this thing. Um. Now, during that was during the winter. Don't shovel snow, you're died. Now it's hot, and they're making this big deal and saying that oh, there's heat waves, unprecedented heat waves across the planet, and uh, people are just falling over and dying from the heat. <laughs> and it has been kind of hot, but nothing, nothing out of the out of the ordinary. It's like a hundred degrees or something, which is nothing to write home about. But a young, healthy person shouldn't fucking die. Because it's 100 degrees out. Like, that's unheard of. That's ridiculous. So, it's just, you know, if you're fucking so naive to still believe what the news is telling you and, you know, what the doctors, the experts are saying and the politicians, you know, after two and a half years of this bullshit, then uh, you you no longer have, have my sympathy. And I'm, uh, I'm over trying to, to fucking wake people up to it. If you don't get it by now, I don't think you ever will. It's just sad. Just sad. Uh, so, yeah, apparently people just die when it's 100 degrees now. You just fall over and die. Anyway, I, I thought that was funny. Um, <laughs> I saw the, Ryan Christian from The Last American Vagabond. I was watching his show, and he pulled up an article from, from last month out of San Francisco where the people on the news were talking about some parade or something that was going on. And a bunch of people passed out, and I guess maybe some people died or something. And they were saying it was because of the heat wave, and it was so hot, people just couldn't handle it. And uh, that day, it was only 75 degrees. Like, later in the article, it says, oh, the unprecedented heat wave was, heat wave, it was 75 degrees Fahrenheit, not Celsius. If it was Celsius, it would be different. But yeah, just 75 degrees. And that's like a fucking fantastic day. <coughs> that's a beautiful day. Uh, but apparently that'll make you die now. <clears throat> so we're just seeing the damage control that's going on from the fallout from the vaccine. And uh, I've mentioned this before about what I thought the, the vaccines were all about, too. I think it's this Morgellons, like nanotechnology stuff to link us in with the fucking the AI shit and the cell towers and the... Just the crazy mind control system. That's the infrastructure already exists. They're spraying us with this stuff all the time. And I think you had some, uh, some, you know, a little intern down there at MIT or something. They're like, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we just fucking fuck spraying it on everyone? That's not going to work. That'll take forever. Let's just have everyone like injected in their body. Make a little pandemic, you know, get them all riled up. And then we'll tell them they all got to get vaccinated with this thing, but we'll just fucking shoot them through our, shoot them up with our little nanobots. 
And if there's some side effects and people die, shit, even better. But what do I know? I mean, I don't know. There's some evidence for that of people, you know, the graphene shit. They talk about um, the graphene oxide that's contained within the vaccines. And I've seen um, demonstrations of scientists in the lab who fucking demonstrate how graphene oxide can be like assembles into these crazy patterns and stuff through being bombarded with frequencies. It's like a self assembling type of nanotechnology. And it's basically what people have been talking about with Morgellons for lack of a better name. Morgellons is a name that it was given by the establishment to discredit the people who were researching uh, nanotechnology and having symptoms from this shit. Like they're getting sores and stuff from it because some people's bodies reject it. Most people can survive with it just fine, and it's in everyone because they're spraying the skies with it. It's all over your house, too. Look at the dust you have in your house under a microscope. It's fucking crazy. Uh, but, um, but yeah, you know, not to go super dark on you, but this is going to be an interesting uh, next decade to see what the fallout will be from this and, uh, you know, everything that's going to keep happening because um, we'll always have the the covid threat on the the table the bio biohazard threat um because they know that it works now and people will go along with it now covid wasn't that serious whatever they released whatever this illness was it did kill some people but it, most people were fine and um but that's not to say that they couldn't come out with some crazy shit in the future and really fuck us up but in other news, what else has happened? Um, Georgia Guidestones got blown up. I guess some guy went out there and just fucking exploded them. So good for him. I always wondered why that wasn't done sooner. I know it's been vandalized a few times, but hey, good for him for blowing it up. Fuck those things. Those That's the monument in Georgia that talks about how we need to maintain the world's population under 500 million. When we're almost at 8 billion now, so it's like a... 95% population reduction. So good for that dude for blowing that up. That's cool. I'm with you, man. Fuck those guys. How about we listen to some more music now? How about a little DMX? When's the last time you listened to DMX? This is one of my favorite songs by him. Check it out. Uh, Def Jam. Uh, Rough Riders. My nigga TP, creep with me Why is it every move I make turned out to be a bad one? Where's my guardian angel? Need one? Wish I had one? I'm right here, shorty, and I'ma hold you down Trying to fuck all these bitches, I'ma show you how But who? Name D like you, but my friends call me Damien And I'ma put you into something About this Damien, you and me can take it there And you'll be the hottest nigga ever living That's a given? You'll see That's what I've been wanting all my life Thinking about my little man, so I call my wife Yo, your dad's about to make it happen What you mean, my nigga? I'm about to make it rapping Today I met this cat, he said his name was Damien He thinks that we're a lot alike and wants to be my friend You mean like Chucky? <laughs> yeah, just like Chucky Dad, looks like we both fucky Yeah, the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog uh, Are you gonna see him if you living in the fall? Uh, the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog uh, Are you gonna see him if you living in the fall? Uh, the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog uh, are you gon' see him if you livin' in the fall, huh? The snake, the rat, the cat, the dog, huh? How you gon' see him if you livin' in the fall? Hey, yo, D, 
What up, D? You just smooth, nigga. I seen you with nobody know who pulled the trigger. Yeah, you know, it's always overdue. You sure? I could've swore it was over a hoe. Nah, nah, no, that ain't my style. Nigga, you stay frightened, but you still my man. I ain't gonna say nothing. That's the weed. Go ahead, smoke it. What? Go ahead, drink it. Work? Go ahead and fuck shorty. You know I can keep a secret. Right. I'm about to have you driving. Probably it bends, but we gotta stay friends. Blood out, blood in. Sounds good to me. Fuck it. What I got to lose? Mm. Nothing I can think of. Any nigga would choose. Got me pushing the whip, taking trips across seas. Pocket state lace, nigga. I flush these. For that nigga, I will bleed. Give him my right hand. Now that I think about it, yo, that's my man. The snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. Uh, how you gonna see him if you living in the fog? Uh, the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. Uh, how you gonna see him if you living in the fog? Uh, the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. Uh, how you gonna see him if you living in the fog? Uh, the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. Uh, how you gonna see him if you living in the you fog? You like how everything you're doing? You like what I gave you? Yeah. You know if you was going down, I'd be the one to save you. True. But yo, I need a favor. These cats across town hate me. Plus their behavior has it been too good lately? What? Anything for you, dog? Where the niggas at? 38 and boy. Alright, let me get the gap. Run up on them straps. Bust off gaps and four niggas. Lay low for about a month and kill two more niggas. Now I'm ready to chill, but you still want me to kill. Look at what I did for you, dog. Come on, keep it real. Alright, fuck it. I'ma do it. Who is it this time? Hey yo, remember that kid showing used to be written in 89? Nah, that's my man. I thought I was your man. But yo, that's my nigga. Hey, who's your biggest fan? You would do it. Oh, give me your right hand. That's what you say. I see now. Nothing but trouble ahead. Uh huh. The snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. Uh. How you gonna see him if you living in the fog? Uh. The snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. Uh. How you gonna see him if you living in the fog? Uh. The snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. Uh. How you gonna see him if you living in the fog? Uh. The snake, the rat, the cat, the dog. Uh. How you gonna see him if you living in the fog? In the fog, the fog, living in the fog. How you gonna see him if you living in the fog? How you gonna see him if you living in the fog? To be continued, motherfuckers. Yeah, classic DMX. That guy had the uh, the hardest debut, man. 1998 came out with two albums. They're both bangers. Fucking both of them went multi-platinum, like, the dude was killing it. Classic stuff. All right, where was I? I had something to talk about. Talk about the grocery store. I have this grocery store down the street from my house. I go in it, the place is just always in shambles. It used to be somewhat nice years ago, 10 years ago or something. But now it's just, it looks like shit. It's like, they can't find anyone to work there. And they switched over to the uh, the self-checkout a long time ago. You know, they'll maybe have one checker, if you're lucky. But after a certain time, like after like eight or nine, it, it's just strictly self-checkout. And it'll be like a line, like 20 people in line, because half the people don't know how to work the thing. And uh, there's this one chick who works there, and she's just always cussing and pissed. She's like, what the fuck? There's no fucking baskets. And like... I feel so bad for this lady. I'm like, whoa, calm down, bitch. Um, but yeah, I've, I've noticed this as a trend of the grocery stores in my town and, and pretty much everywhere. They're just all going to shit. They're in shambles. Like, they're not clean anymore. Um, all kinds of stuff on the floor. Things are messy. You go to buy something and it's like the price is 
two or three dollars more than than what was on the shelf below it. So it'll say it was two ninety nine. You go to buy it, it's like four dollars. You're like, what the heck? The four dollars plus tax, so it's like four fifty. You're like, well, it said back there it was two ninety nine. So then, you know, and there's twenty people behind you in line. So then they got to go run and do a price check, and you hold up the whole line. You look like an asshole, and it's just a shame what's happened to our grocery stores in this country. I'm not sure how it is in other countries, but things, uh, it's, it's only certain stores. There's still some that are a little bit nicer, but for the most part, I guess maybe people are suffering from the labor shortage as well. It just seems like the service isn't there anymore and the places aren't really that clean. They're all messy and they don't even have half the shit that they advertise sometimes. It's, uh, just a weird world that we're going into. Very strange, very strange. Uh, what else is new with me? I went to the to Lake Tahoe not too long ago. Fantastic little trip. I don't know if you're interested in hearing this, but I rode some sea dews. And that was my first time, probably my first time, right? Well, I've ridden sea dews before, but not to this extent. Like, I was out there for an hour just ripping fucking all through that motherfucker. Big ass waves, jumping them. It's fantastic. If you ever get the chance to do that, I would highly recommend it. It's a blast. Um, how about we talk about government for a bit? For a bit. So the fun topic of government. I've been thinking about this for a while now. We had uh I've always kind of known that the government government was bullshit, that they're just liars. They're kind of parasites and they live off of society. They claim to care about us and like want to help us. And yet they steal from us. They steal all our money before we even get it. 33% of it out of our checks. And if you don't pay them, they go to jail. So they have an, a monopoly on violence. And if you don't give them money, then they come to your house kick your door down and put you in handcuffs and take you to jail. And yet they claim to care about you. So it's kind of bizarre. Like if somebody loved you and cared about you, would they do that to you? Would they extort you under the threat of violence and like steal your money? So I've, I've always approached government from that direction and known that it was bullshit and that these guys are just liars. Um, But it's really become so blatant in the past couple of years for one with COVID and just all the lies and the, and the contradictions and they'll say something one week and then come out the next week and it'll be the total opposite. These really bizarre mandates that they did that just obviously were not effective and like had no basis in reality. All these stupid things they made businesses do shutting down all the small businesses and, and putting them out of business, but allowing the big chain box stores to to remain in business it, it all these crazy things like it's it's just all been such bullshit and i think a lot of people are beginning to notice how illegitimate our government is as a whole um which is good because if we got rid of the corruption in it and we had like a functioning government it could be beneficial to society i think that we need a government because people are just crazy. And if you just let them do whatever they want and there was no consequences, there was no law and order, then things would things would be bad. 
So it's good that we have a government. I think the American government was a good idea to begin with. I think. Then again, it was all created by like Illuminati, Freemason members and shit like that. Um, But the idea that our votes matter is just ridiculous. We saw it with, with the election, the Biden versus Trump thing. It was so corrupt and everybody knows it was stolen. And like more, I think, I think Trump won the election. Maybe he didn't though. I don't know. A lot of people hated Trump. They really fucking hated him. So a lot of people were just voting against him. But regardless of that, we're seeing these things where like the Republicans are like supposed to stand for something. There were supposed to be issues that they don't really budge from. Um, and one of them was like the abortion thing. Like Republicans are mostly supposed to be against that or be pro-life. And like the gay marriage thing, Republicans are supposed to be a little more conservative and like be like, well, marriage is between a man and a woman. But now they've just come out and they're like, oh, it's cool. It's between a man and a man and, and all that. So it's like, I don't know. Why are people even voting for these people? It's not like they represent you. Even if, imagine if you're some diehard Republican, you're like super into that shit and you really believe in those principles. And then the dude you vote for just totally goes against you and shits on you. It's like, why are we even dealing with these guys anymore? Not saying that I believe that or that I'm a fucking super Republican. I don't believe in any of that shit. I've always known that it was a, both sides were two wings of the same bird type of deal. But you look at the the theatrics that they put on to create some legitimacy to their organization, and it's all a show. And these guys are master master showmen. It's there's so many rituals and things that they go through from the way that they dress. Politicians always have to be in a nice suit, two thousand dollars suit or whatever, nice shoes, nice tie, watch, nice haircut. There's a certain appearance that goes along with being a politician. But then you have like the buildings that they use. Like look at any state capital. It's going to be the dopest building in town. They're really nice, nice architecture, kind of reminiscent of Greek or Roman architecture with the big columns. And they're always white buildings. And they look real nice. They're, they're dope buildings. And they kind of just, they just look official. They're very big and like, they just command authority through the architecture itself. And that is enough to impact your subconscious to be like, oh, these guys look like they know what they're doing. These guys look pretty official and stuff. And uh, it causes us to give them more credibility than they deserve. In reality, they're just regular people just like you and me. And the politicians, they're not making no decisions. Like They're just trying to get reelected. They got other people who like are behind the scenes that we'll never even meet who are the ones who are drawing up all the policies and then telling the politicians what to do and the politicians just sign off on it. And they have scripts that they read to the public and that's that. It's like these these people are just actors. And a lot of politicians go to acting school and they get taught how to fucking appear to be confident in front of the public and appear to be, you know, like charismatic and and things like that. But they really would be nothing. Imagine if they dressed in normal clothes and like, you know, T-shirt and shorts. And, and then they got up there to give some big speech. So like nobody would listen and be like, who the fuck is this asshole? But since they wear a nice suit, they got a nice haircut, 
they're standing at a podium in front of some awesome building. Everything seems super legit, and you tend to give more credibility to their statements. But without that, without the whole facade that surrounds them to give that air of legitimacy, there would be nothing. And it's the same thing with the news. Uh, all the newscasters and stuff, they have a certain look that they have to have that like demands authority. And it's all bullshit, so don't fall for it. How about we listen to some Absol? This guy knows what's up. Absol, Huey New, classic song. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And if you roll another blunt and keep your mouth shut, I can now begin to wicked, wicked, record your mindful. Black out, black out, black out. When I raise my voice, I gotta shoot a fucking free throw to make my point. point. My wittiness, leave them stuck in the wilderness. You'll need a backwood to roll to this joint, joint. I'm Robin Hood and Robin Jeans. You follow me? Never mind, I'm tired of tight analogies. Still in pursuit of happiness. In the midst of the madness with middle fingers, the bitches with badges that go point, point, point. I'm on the fence with common sense. My logic is sad. Fuck it, and I ain't no 7466. No shit. Sherlock, lock, reminder, my hind solo on a battlefront. Everybody behind solo and they backing up, backing up. I just do my two step, let her back it up. Go on, back it up. Go on, back it up. Go on, back it up. You try snitching, I'm sliding in something moist. You annoy these women, I anoint these women. You stressing them, I schedule an appointment with them. They let me cut so much, I bring ointment, nigga. I'm lubricant slick, baby. I'm hornier than the brass section of the band. You understand? Pick your poison, it's your choice. Baby, I'm just a youngin' from I hope I'm in Obama's iPod Boy, I had a desktop, I was looking for a shortcut to be an icon But this time it's for the money, my nigga Me and the icky bond don got itchy palms And I just left in it with a jar to intercom I'm an actor ass and have a donkey dependent on I'm winning no matter what the decision's dependent on I'm sinister picture of ticking bomb in the Pentagon The typical shit I've been on, remember the pen is gone Your pinnacle's penny pinching, I'm getting nickels for my thoughts like Slim Shady and Balmain jeans Difficult to say I'm vision impaired All I seen I'm Yambagini high ASAP M.O.B. You're 16 is pint size to me Baby, I'm just a youngin' from
Oh shit. Classic stuff. I'd like to see another album from him from him soon. <clears throat> That'll be good. Good stuff. Blackout. Old Absol. Um so I was at uh I met up with my friend the other night for a little drink, and then uh his buddy showed up. Interesting looking guy, like uh really long dreadlocks and uh covered in tattoos, tattooed face, all kinds of piercings. Unique looking guy. A guy you would lock your doors around. And uh nice guy though. <laughs> and we're talking music and stuff, and he makes music. And he's like, oh, are you on Facebook or whatever? I'm like, oh, yeah, I got a Facebook. So I, I told him to look up my artist page, and then he found it. And then he goes to, uh, like, like and follow my page, and it just wouldn't let him do it. <laughs> the shit was, it was like error, error, wouldn't let him do it. Um, and that's, dude, that's just Facebook for you, for me at least. Fuck these guys, man. No one sees my shit on Instagram or Facebook. And even if I, like, pay to boost it, they're just, I don't know. I think I'm on some list. I gotta be. I get notifications every day about, uh, it's usually something I posted on my story like six months ago or a year ago. And they bring it up and they're like, this is false information or you've been fact checked. And, uh, and it's not even on my page anymore. Like you can't even find it. I don't even know how the fuck they find it. I guess it's in some archive or something because your story is only for 24 hours. But they go back and find this shit from, like, way back in the day, and they just tell me, like, <laughs> that they're going to delete my account if I do it again or whatever. But they keep digging in the fucking trenches to put me down, man. I really got no chance on these social media platforms. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Uh, what else is going on in the world? Hmm. Not sure what's going on with the Ukraine thing. Try to stay up to date on it, but I really don't know. I mean... It seems like things have kind of fizzled out. I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. You know what? I'm going to end it there before I just go on blabbering about nothing. Check out, if you're in the, if (laughs) if you're in the neighborhood, come to my show on July 31st at the Virginia Street Brew House. I'm opening for Jizza. It's going to be fucking badass, dude. I'm going to crush it. It's going to be amazing, and you're not going to regret it. Also, I'm going to try to do these podcasts a little more. I know I fell off for a second, but I'll be back. I'm feeling it again. I'm also pretty stoked on the music. I've been I've been uh, practicing for the show, and it just uh, gets me pumped on music again, just to, just to be rapping and stuff. If you go a little bit without doing it, you kind of forget how fun it is. But pretty pumped on it, so uh, we'll see where it goes, and we'll see how it goes. I'll leave you with some Eminem. Thanks for listening. Peace out.
I wanna save you, girl. Come be in Shady's world. Oh boy, you drive me crazy. Bitch, you make they me They call girl. me Superman. Beat tall hoes in a single bound. I'm single now. Got no ring on his finger now. I never let another chick bring me down in a relationship. Save it, bitch. Babysit. You make me sick. Superman ain't saving shit. Girl, you can jump on Shady's dick. Straight from the hip. Cut to the chase. I tell a motherfucking slut to her face. Play no games. Say no names. Ever since I broke up with what's her face, I'm a different man. Kiss my ass. Kiss my lips. Bitch, why ass? Kiss my dick. Get my cash. I'd rather have you whip my ass. Don't put out. I'll put you out. Won't get out. I'll push you out. Push blue. Out, popping shit, wouldn't piss on fire to put you out. Am I too nice? Buy you ice. Bitch, if you died, wouldn't buy you life. Would you trying to be my new wife? What you Mariah? Fly through twice. But I do know one thing, no. Bitches, they come, they go. Saturday through Sunday, Monday. Monday through Sunday, yo. Maybe I love you one day. Maybe we'll someday grow. Till then, just sit your drunk ass on that fucking runway, ho. I can't be your superman. Can't be your Everybody knows, yeah we fuck, bitch so what? That's about as far as your buddy goes We'll be friends, I call you again I chase you around every bar you attend Never know what kind of car I'll be in We'll see how much you be partying in You don't want that, neither do I I don't wanna flip when I see you with guys Too much pride, between you and I Not a jealous man, but females lie But I guess that's just what sluts do How could it ever be just us two? I never loved you enough to trust you We just met and I just fucked you But I do know one thing, no Bitches, they come, they go Saturday through Sunday, Monday Monday through Sunday, yo Maybe I love you one day Maybe we'll someday grow Till then just sit your drunk ass on that fucking runway, ho I know you want me, baby I think I want you too I think I love you, baby I think I love you too I'm here to save you, girl Come be in Shady's world I wanna grow together Let's let our love unfurl You know you want me, baby they call me Superman, I'm here to rescue you I wanna save you girl, come be in Shady's world Oh boy, you drive me crazy Bitch, you make me earn First thing you say I'm not faced, I hang around big stars all day I don't see what the big deal is anyway You're just plain old Marshall to me Ooh yeah, girl, run that game Haley Jade, I love that name Love that tattoo, what's that say? Rotten pieces, uh, that's great First off, you don't know Marshall At all, so don't grow partial That's ammo for my arsenal I slap you off that bar stool There goes another lawsuit Leave handprints all across you Good loaded, loaded, you must be gone off that water bottle You want what you can't have Ooh, girl, that's too damn bad Don't touch what you can't grab End up with two back hands Put anthrax on the tan packs and slap you till you can't stand Girl, you just blew your chance Don't mean to ruin your plans But I do know one thing, no Bitches, they come, they go Saturday through Sunday, Monday Monday through Sunday, yo Maybe I love you one day Maybe we'll someday grow Till then just sit your drunk ass on that fucking runway, ho I know you for me, baby I think I want you too I think I love you, baby I think I love you too I'm here to save you girl Come be in Shady's world I wanna grow together Let's let our love unfurl You know you want me baby You know I want you too They call me Superman I'm here to rescue you I wanna save you